Greetings, I am Erin Patton, metaphysical master in the millennial age, and it is my life's purpose to guide you and organizations along an enlightened path. So I invite you to sit comfortably and tune in as I welcome you to the Meta Business Millennial, where we get the real conversations you won't get in the boardroom so that we understand this is exactly the path we need to be on in order to grow, evolve, and thrive. Greetings, I am Erin Patton and welcome to the Meta Business Millennial Podcast. Today, we're gonna be talking about leadership in times of crises because there couldn't be a more appropriate time than to talk about how we lead and, and move and breathe and, and interact with each other and, and our relationships and our friendships than now. When we see so many geopolitical issues, we see so much violence that's being strewn across social media, that's being strewn across regular media, and us not really feeling the capacity to respond in the proper way. Let's just put it that way. Because a lot of people are wanting to, to speak their truth whatever it may be, whosoever belief systems it may derive from, whatever side that it may seem to be coming from, yet a lot of people are staunched and stifled in their ability to speak their truth because of fear of judgment, fear of retribution, fear of losing the very friends and family that they've cultivated and they love so dearly. Let's just be honest with that part about it, is that we want to make sure that we're being able to speak and not harm others in the process and destroy relationships in the process. And when we as leaders, whether we're in business positions as leaders or governmental positions or nonprofit positions or we're artists or however we're looking in our position of leadership, we have a voice. I mean, we have followers. A lot of people, a lot of you all have lots of followers. Um, We have a lot of people in your offices whom you work with who look up to you, people in your family who oftentimes look up to you. And you have a position of of influence, whether you accept it or not, because you probably know it. You probably have thought about it. But really, what do you do with that? What do you do from this position of influence? And very straightforwardly, it's, it's be honest, be yourself. But sometimes when you're yourself, you can be condemned for it. And that's where essentially the inner work comes in. And that's essentially where you have to have that unapologetic, that very confident and aligned view of who you are. So when that comes under attack, when other people want to essentially shame you for your viewpoints or for your truths, then you know who the fuck you are and you can stand on it. That, that, that's the most important part is knowing who you are and being able to stand in it and stand on it. And essentially in this day and time, we need more of that. I mean, I think they call it like having a backbone, you know, having a backbone, not being, you know, wishy-washy um, and whatever the sort of political kind of terms are in the moment. And we have to be able to stand firm in that, stand firm in that truth of knowing who we are and what we stand for. And without getting too far sort of in the details of whatever the geopolitical issues are at the moment, it's really important to ground ourselves in why. Why do I need to have this voice? 
you should be asking yourself, why do I need to be having this voice? Because you feel it in your body, because I'm sure you do. All the time, when you're watching the news, when you're talking to people, you feel the anxiety, you feel the fear, you feel the collective suffering. Yet how do you exercise it? How do you move through it? By being honest with yourself and talking about it. And I want to you know, address all the people in, in, in the areas of where they are right now, because you may not have the ability to speak out publicly at this moment about how you truly feel. But you should be able to have safe spaces for which you can express how you feel. Express what could be some solutions. And express how you want to love on or serve others in the process. You know, for me, because I love to speak from my own personal experience, when I'm seeing sort of turmoil in the world, I definitely have to go within. And first of all, examine what in this exterior world is resonating with me inside of my being. And I know just in this past month, especially since a lot of things have been coming up for a lot of people, I've been feeling a lot of my own anger. I've been feeling a lot of my own frustrations. I've been feeling a lot of my own resentments, things that I've unconsciously co-created in my life with people who I don't necessarily want there here in my in my in my sphere of 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 being and i have to examine that for myself because as the laws of the universe go as within so without so what we're experiencing externally even if it's halfway across the world is absolutely a reflection of what's going on inside of us internally there's violence and thoughts there's chaos and being there's anger, there's frustration, there's isolation. They're all of these same emotions that are being experienced and visible externally. So first, the first part of that is coming within and seeing those aspects of ourselves. And then the second part is not judging it. Because I know I'm quick to be like, oh, I can't believe I'm still feeling this way. Waking up at 3 a.m. like, I can't believe I'm going through this, these, these same kind of angry emotions about these same things. Why do they keep happening in my life? And that's when we start to fall back into that victim mind. What we're actually seeing in our world is sort of this victim perpetrator type of energy, light, dark, evil, good. We have that within us. A hundred percent. Why is this happening to me? Why does this keep things happening to me? Why do these people keep attacking me? In the workplace too, even, you know, why am I still dealing with these issues? Why are we, you know, hitting this, this down moment again at the same time of year? Why are numbers always looking like this? This is really perpetuating more of that victim cycle, that vicious victim cycle energy. And we have to sit with it. Sit with it, feel that emotion, and understand what we need to do to clear it. And the best thing to clear it is allow the body to do it itself and be patient. When we're not judging those thoughts, when we're allowing those thoughts, when we're nurturing those thoughts, okay, I see you 3 a.m. mind. How about I turn on some affirmations and kind of speak over myself right now? 
understand that these limiting beliefs are keeping me in this cycle? How can I work through some of these thoughts? How can I sit in my salt bath? I love to take salt baths and really release these things. Sit in meditation. Do some energetic work, energetic healing, working with folks like me and other professionals that do energetic healing, energetic work to clear some of that energy from your field. So you can just rest in your being. These are some of the things we have to do when we're understanding that we're undergoing attacks. Just be real, because we're seeing attacks out in the world, but we also are experiencing energetic and metaphysical attacks as well from our generational lineage, from things that we carry, from implants that come in our beings. There's so many ways in which these attacks show up. For me, it's absolutely generational. I chose this path. I chose this DNA path to be able to do this clearing in this way for my lineage, for my descendants. And this is not light work. It is light work, but it's, it's definitely not easy work. And so we need support in doing that. The clearing, the energetic clearing, absolutely help us to move lighter in our being. I know even in my Tai Chi practice, we did a lot of that with our donjon tapping, with our energy activations, with our poses, with our movements. We're able to move energy. Movement is super important as we move through that non-judgmental phase of not hating on ourselves for being angry, being resentful, waking up at 3.33 in the morning like mad. <laughs> Because I'm speaking from personal experience. I'm speaking from personal experience. And and once we sort of recognize that we have that which we're seeing out in the world and we're not judging it, then the last piece, of course, is to love ourselves, love ourselves through it, and really start to align ourselves to what our future view of ourself is. And I love this aspect because this future visualizing this seeing of, of who we are, where would she be, potentially where our world should be, and then trying that suit on in a meditative capacity. I mean, it could take two minutes. I mean, you close your eyes, you see your higher self, not engaging in this angry energy, resentful energy, resting in your home, playing with your children, giving your great business presentation, doing your beautiful photo shoot. You see that, you try it on, and you notice how your body shifts. Like my body, my shoulders went back a little bit. You know, I breathe a little better. You start to see that future higher self, that future, that higher aspect of who you are coming online. And not only do you see it, you start to feel it. And that's what we mean when we're saying that the vibration precedes the manifestation is because you're actually seeing it and then you're feeling it in your being. And imagine if you do the same for, I mean, might as well try it for geopolitical issues. If you're seeing out in the world, these, on social media, these crazy images, these violent images, imagine seeing harmonious images. Imagine seeing leaders shaking hands, having summits, coming together, making deals. Imagine a higher version of that. So we are staying and resonating with the frequency of suffering with the frequency of violence we don't have to that's what it means to be a creator of your own reality that's what it means to have this metaphysical power and gifts 
It's simply about making a choice. It's simply about making a choice to align with higher visions, higher thoughts, higher values. And then that will be, this will be your state of being. This will be the state of the world's being. It all lives in the mind. So this is how, as leaders, we start to really accelerate and lead in crises. Accelerating crises, healing crises, comfort in crises, love in crises. By aligning our thoughts with our higher self, with our highest visions. Types of things when we were kids. Like if you're a leader today, you've been thinking about this shit since you was a little kid. I know because I, I know you did it because I did it. I, I remember being a little child and, and literally like praying to God every night. Like, God, give me patience, wisdom and strength. And, and work with me in helping me to change the world. That was my prayer every night for like at least 15 years. At least. And I know that if you're in a position of leadership now, you've felt and known this was going to be your calling from a very young age. You saw it. So you must be able to tap back into that younger self energy of being able to see yourself leading See yourself supporting people and in, 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 in happiness and peace and prosperity because that, I'm sure, was your vision as a child. I'm sure as a child you weren't imagining violence and having these difficult conversations and crying and feeling pain because that's the beautiful thing about children is that we're, as children, we're so divinely embodied that those lower thoughts and energies don't have the ability to penetrate our fields at that time. They don't, they can't even, they don't even have space because we're so happy and playful and loving and having so much fun. So essentially this is the work that we're being called to do in our more seasoned energies and our more seasoned bodies and our more evolved beings and our more evolved minds. We're being called to really tap into that higher self, those higher energies, to see what the world is and could be from our highest perspective. Yes, that feels so yummy too. Like to be able to sit here and imagine just like a diplomatic world, imagining a peaceful world, imagining world leaders talking to each other, working through their differences, maybe going back on some shit that they said before and kind of renegotiating things, you know, being fluid and flexible to being able to move in a space where we all get along because we 100%, more than 100% have the, the ability, the capability, the intelligence, the competence to do so. If we choose to. And that's the beautiful thing about being human. And also the, the ironic thing about human, being a human is the, 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 the capacity of having choice of free will. We can choose to be in alignment with God, to be in alignment with our higher self, to be in alignment with higher truths. Or we can choose not to be. Period. 
And so when you're thinking about yourself as a leader in crises or a leader in tough situations or a leader in social conflict, choose wisely. Choose wisely. And I'm going to go back through the series of, of tools and, and applications you can use to ensure that you're always choosing wisely. Number one, you got to tap into yourself. What are you feeling? Am I too angry? Am I too feeling frustrated? Am I moving too fast? Am I going too hard? Am I being difficult with people? Likely, yes, because we're human. And we're constantly perfecting ourselves and evolving ourselves. So as we're thinking about the ways in which we can be and clear some of that energy, we're working with our energy healers, we're working with energy within ourselves, we're doing clearings, whether it's salt baths or meditations or going for runs or doing Tai Chi or yoga, moving that energy, clearing that energy out of our field, being aware of it, being grateful for it, clearing it, and then moving to that space of, okay, now that I've cleared this energy, I'm grateful for it, I've, I've honored it, I can let it go. Let me try on my new suit. Let me try on my new thoughts. And this is a very important part. This is where you really start to get into the quantum creation. Jumping timelines and shit. You know what I'm saying? Living multiple lifetimes in, in, a, in a month. When you're able to really see the higher vision, your higher self, doing the things that you, you madly dreamt of doing. Like you were, you were like, oh my God, this is so crazy. And you're imagining it, okay, you see it, and then you try it on. That's the, hey, that's the, that's the major key. When you're able to see it and then try it on, and when I'm saying try it on, you're seeing it and then you're feeling yourself doing it. You're seeing yourself making these moves. You're seeing yourself, you know, having these talking on the stages, performing where you're performing, sh showcasing the things, having these, making these great deals. And then you're feeling yourself doing it. You're feeling yourself doing it. You're seeing the world from a different perspective. You're seeing the world at peace, with love, in harmony. That's when we know that we are changing the world. The vibration precedes the manifestation. The visualization is part of the vibration. The visualization is the vibration. The visualization is the manifestation. So truly understand the power in your visual the power in your thoughts, the power in your speech, what you're saying, how you're saying it, how you're feeling it. This is leadership. 
being in your truth. Speaking up for yourself in alignment with yourself. This is leadership, not pandering, not saying what the people need to hear, want to hear from you. What you think will make them feel good. That ain't helping nobody. And it definitely ain't helping you and your path and your soul growth and what you got going on with God. So you really have to understand the power in your truth, the power in your being honest with yourself, the power of tapping into your own emotional frequency, your own vibrational frequency, and how that affects the world in which you live in, the businesses in which you manage, the creations that you're creating, the families that you're tapping into, that you're leading, the children that you have, the spouses that you love. All of it comes from you. You are the leader. Whether it's crises, whether it's challenging, you have the ability to shift the frequency and make it something loving. Make it something peaceful. Making something prosperous. Making something beautiful. You are the creator. Remember that. And that concludes today's podcast around how to lead in crises, how to be your own creator. And I want you to tap into the meta business world and what we have going on because this is the work that we do at the meta business world. With I'm the CEO, Chief Enlightened Officer at the meta business world. We have a few offerings that tap directly into what we discussed today. The first being our meta business VIP day. We work with leaders like you. We work with executive teams to really grow these, this aspect of your energy and really shifting into this space, this higher self in minutes. And then we also have our vision and values work that really starts to cultivate that vision that you want to see, that wildest shit that you could ever imagine. Like this is the type of stuff that we do in alignment with your highest values, in alignment with your highest ideals. And then, of course, you have the ability to work one-on-one with me. You can work with me, work with my team members. We support you in expanding your energy and expanding your view one-on-one, tapping into your own inner child work, tapping into your own type of things that really help to amplify your vision. So you can apply for all of these programs on our website, themetabusiness.world. Also, check more of our episodes of the Meta Business Millennial Podcast where we continue to empower leaders, the leaders of our new earth paradigm, the leaders of this world, of this planet. And we just can't wait to see you in our next episode. I love you so much. Peace. Did you really love this episode of the Meta Business Millennial Podcast? Well, I am honored and I appreciate you subscribing, leaving a review and sharing it with your friends. In the meantime, stay bright, my friends. Much love and light. Peace.